Welcome to the Vlog Pastors Podcast, a podcast all about the stories and strategies of sharing God's love in the digital world. Now, here are two pastors that love to put a camera in their face and walk around in public. They are the sloth and chunk of digital ministry, Jared Brown and Joshua Verwers. That's right. Welcome to Vlog Pastors Podcast, episode number 18. I am Joshua Verwers. This lovely gent here is the one and only Jared Brown from the YouTube channel, A Bite of Brownie. If you have not subscribed to his channel already, you ought to do so. And if you're checking this replay out on the video format known as YouTube, there's a little thing below um, description box. I'm hearing myself and it's driving me nuts. Um, there's a yeah a thing below. It's called descriptions. And I'm pretty sure I've got a link to Jared's channel in in there. So it's just, whoo. It's this, zaniness today. This is just going to be zany. This this is craziness to hear myself in. And it's loud. Um, which and I don't is, know if you guys can hear on this end, but I have some contractors at the house. We're putting up a carport outside and so there's banging there's hammering there you know they're they're tinking around on stuff and i told them to come in one of them is is my father-in-law he's kind of overseeing the job and they're in and out which sets the dogs off obviously mm -hmm. so it is a wild and crazy people coming in hey that's why i was late i told joshua hey i'm ready to go i think i'm gonna be on time here as good as it's gonna get and then one of them walks through the door and is like hey do you think that maybe you could move the <sighs> so it's gonna be one of those days on my end and you're having feedback slash looping problems. Yes. Yeah. Ah. Got, got some feedback stuff happening, but that's okay. Um, we just roll with the punches. It's what we do. Uh, what are we talking about? Well, first, Matt Gutierrez. Josh, your mic sounds great, man. It does sound good on my end, too. You know, this is the Sure SM7B yeah, affiliate link in the description below. In the description. <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, and it's not only... You want to know how much I love this mic? One... I actually love the sound of my own voice to the point it's starting to verge on vanity. Oh um, well, there's something to it, man. Everybody who has one of those, their voice sounds amazing to the does. point that uh, it's in my shopping cart. I just can't quite pull the trigger on the on the purchase. Well, and then I bought a second one that is sitting right back there. And so, and for, I mean, you, you've got it in your shopping cart and you know, I mean, th this is a $400 microphone. It's going to happen. And when you have one to then say, you know what? I think I need a second one. <laughs> I mean, especially when I have a perfectly good, sure USB mic right here. Yeah. I mean, this thing, it, it works great. It, it did like... I don't know. My first like 30 or 40 live streams that I ever did was on that thing. It sounded amazing. Like here's, here's the rabbit hole. This thing right here. What is this? A, a US, what's this? A Yeti Nano? Yes. Blue Yeti Blue Nano, whatever the full phrase or name is. Blue Yeti Nano. And it sounds fine. It gets the job done. You hear my voice perfectly, but it doesn't sound like Josh. Of course, <laughs> a lot of that is Joshua. <laughs> but it doesn't sound like that. There's a little bit of it that is just me. There's a lot of it that is this microphone. Oh, um, no, no, no. I think it was Gerald Undone. He was reviewing that thing, and he was doing that. I, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was him. Anyway, he was doing a bunch of different takes off different microphones. And whenever you hit the sure, it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Angels it's just, singing. It, it, 
it does something. It's especially with like the low end. The low all of end, a sudden it really pulls it in and it's soft. And you can you can see the articulation, or you can see you can hear the articulation in people's yeah. voices where it's kind of muddy in other microphones. Correct. I, I, and that's where I think the, that Shure got it right with this, the SM7 series back in what, the 70s when they came out with this. Um, and when they hit that, because before that it was this little guy up here that I converted into a, a lamp. It was the Shure 50, Super 55. And that was like the standard, which still has an amazing sound if you can get them. And they're about $150 cheaper. But this was such an upgrade that people were like, oh yeah. I mean, it changed yeah. from that being the you know, like the broadcast and radio broadcast standard to then this switched over and really started to step up. And it's, it is the podcasting standard when it's out there one, because it's just, it's just so good. And it does, seen, it just, it sounds good. I've seen musicians use it. Is, is that, I mean, it's gotta be a use case, but I've seen yeah. a couple of music videos and they're singing right into a, one of those, a Shure SM7B, right? Well, the, the history of this, the, the Shure SM7 series was, uh, Michael Jackson's Thriller was recorded on it. And it was oh, one of the okay. first, you know, major music numbers that was done on it, maybe even the first. And so when you think, okay, here we've got one of the greatest songs of all time that was recorded on a microphone like this from one of the greatest musicians of all time, Maybe there's something to that. So, yeah. yep, yep. Um, <laughs> there's Clint Zeller hopping in, and he's like, I hated the sound of my own voice until I got the SM7B. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, yep. Uh, and Ken Neither saying, I need Josh to do my voiceovers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have Just thought about it. I have thought about doing voiceover work. Um, he has that radio voice, man. There's something about the inflections that you place on words where you're like, man, you're you're made for radio. Did you ever do any – I mean, you were a DJ, but did you ever do any radio work, like DJ radio? No. My older brother uh, used to do radio work, and so I – I mean, he's seven years older than me, so that was like babysitting time. He would take me out of the radio station, and I would just kind of listen to him do you know, his thing. Um, but I never really got into it. Been on a few different radio shows – um, and going in studio and stuff, but no, never really pursued that, but always just been creative and wanting to be in front of people and in front of an audience. And I don't know. I, I think it was then just the only, you know, DJing is about the only thing. Now it was karaoke DJing. So I was always on a mic. And then of course my pro wrestling days, always on a mic. Um, so I'm kind of used to that. And then of course preaching, always on a mic. Um, so I've got a lot of that, but I think part of the other thing is I have this uncanny ability to hear something and see something that I like and then emulate it in almost a mimic way where it's almost copying it, but it's putting my own flavor on it. So it doesn't feel like that. And so maybe it's just from listening to enough radio that all of a sudden I just started to pick up some of that stuff. Um, being in enough, you know, hearing enough DJs and then doing karaoke that all of a sudden it's like I just kind of threw that on there. And there have been people that have told me that when I'm live streaming and when I'm doing YouTube that I've got my DJ voice on. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's slightly different than, you know, lounging in my pajamas on a Sunday morning with a clicker in my hand. I mean, it's slightly different than that. 
but I don't know is it's that much of a difference. Otherwise, I think I probably would have had all of my congregation yelling at me and saying, stop doing YouTube because you're being too fake. Um, and none of them have really said that. They've said the exact opposite. They're like, hey, when you are you. And that's yeah. what comes through. See, that that's what I thought. Whenever I first met you, I'm like, is he putting this voice on? And then you're like, nope. Yep. Nope. That is, that's who he is. That is and you, and you wonder about that with a lot of a lot of people that you meet, especially a lot of YouTubers, like you start watching them and you see them and it's like, I wonder if they are. And maybe that comes from like television and movies, standard, uh, you know, traditional forms of media. Right. We're used to them playing characters and we can hear the different voices in their characters. So then we see somebody on YouTube and it's like, are they just playing a character? Is this real? Is it not real? And then, yeah. Um, so, um, hey, Genevieve says, look at my pretty cup. What you got today? What you got today? What does that say? Oh, the yeller. <laughs> she man, wanted is... a yeller. Stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's a that's an individual order. Or can you pick colors? I don't remember being able to pick colors. Oh, there are color options available. <laughs> if you go to joshuaverwers.com forward slash merch. You'll be able to see my Teespring. Click on any of those things, and you can pick different colors. I like things aesthetically pleasing, as you can tell, and I really prefer everything to be blacked out, black on black on black on black on black. Thus, the hat, the shirt, the SM7B, the blue compass boom arm, all of the shelves, all that stuff. But you can click through there and get different colors. Uh, and actually, Mama says hers is red. So she has one Deb of these. Say? And it's she red. Got a red one? She cool. she got a red one. I would have picked you for red. Mm, yeah, maybe she's, maybe like a dark purple as well, but red. She's yeah, me- mostly red. Jen is all yellow. I actually if I had to pick a color and people say black doesn't count, it would be purple. That's hey, the backgrounds. I got you. Thus, when I've done the backgrounds with the purple mm-hmm. lighting and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Although mm-hmm. I come in here and it's like teal. And I think it was because, well, I started to realize that the teals and oranges, there's a reason that. You there's know, a reason. It it just, it it's flattering on the skin. Um, and I don't know if I did, if I set my white balance correctly. It looks pretty close, but I think I might just be a little off on my color temperature. I might have to dial that down just. Did you do the bit. card today? I did do the card, but the card was giving me all like different shades of numbers. So this is some two o two. There you go. I, I, I was those of you who use a card. I was using the it. white balance card. I think what I did is I didn't actually use the the gray card, and I've been using that in the past. And I think that's what I did was I tr- just did the white balance or the white card today instead of the gray card, which I have been doing. And I don't understand what the difference is, but apparently. The white just makes it a, makes me a little paler. So, I don't know. But it was like giving me different Kelvin readings, like where it was, I don't know, 4,900 here, and then it was like 5,600 here. And I was like, well, I've got my lights set to 55, so I'm just going to set it on 55. And the only thing it did is like the, the GM. What What is the GM? Do you have any idea what GM is on that? Uh-uh. Yeah. So, there's like a G and an M and... I'm guessing it's like greens and magentas, maybe. Oh, okay. 
if I had to guess. That just popped in my head that I didn't do that to set myself up as seeming smart because I really have no clue. Uh, but I it's saw... It's really a taste thing. Like, I, yeah. I, I've ordered the cards. I've tried to... Like, I can't figure it out. At the end of the day, it's like, what looks good in the finished product? And then I try to I try to tweak that given the different settings. Like, I, this light that I'm under right now is, uh, is one of the Godox uh, 150s, I believe. And it's green. It's a lot. It's, it has a lot more green cast, so I have to dial it to a different, different setting than the um, aperture 120. That's got a little bit more magenta, like what you're talking about. So it's it's a little bit different, and that's just from tweaking and shooting tons and tons of videos because the cards were like mm, maybe. It's really a taste thing, I think. Yeah. See, this it told me to do 549, and that's just not looking good at all. This is probably way too deep for. Too techy. What are we talking about today? We have today. We are talking about we. You, you know, last week you and I talked about this, where we said we wanted to discuss um, kind of an update on Vlogpaster season three and collaborations yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Because you and I, we have done a lot of collaborations. Uh, and after you had mentioned this to me, I actually found this this interesting article. Um, and so when you guys, if you're watching and you see white reflections on my eyeballs. That's because I'm looking at a, a computer monitor. Um, this was a, an article on, I'm, I'm not even going to promote it, um, because I haven't read all of it. So I don't know what the site is or anything like that. You're just going to have to trust that I'm reading something that I read on the internet. And that means that 87.3% of it is actually true. Statistically proven. No. Um, it says how to start a successful collab. Okay. And one of the very first thing, here's what they say to start a successful collab. You need to find a collaboration partner that you have natural chemistry with. And I'm thinking, well, duh, you know, that would make sense. But then I sat here and I think like I've done a few different collaborations. So when I think about like my YouTube career, the most notable collaboration that I've done has been the ongoing one with you. It has been the vlog pastors series that we've done, the podcasts that we've done, all of that stuff. I mean, we've we've met in person, we've hung out, we had coffee, we've you know done. We we're roomies, man. We, we yeah together. we we bunked together. Um, we yeah toured the Las Vegas Strip together. I probably got in trouble out there. I'm sure. I don't know why, but. I usually do. Um, so there was like, we've spent a lot of time around each other and then digitally conversations back and forth, almost a daily thing where we're chatting on the, the phones back and forth. And there's just this natural chemistry that I think you and I had, like the moment that we met in person, it was like, all right, this is a guy that I can see there being like a long friendship with. It's going to be more than just an acquaintance or somebody that I know or somebody that, Hey, they do something similar. Um, and it's not that there's anything wrong with those other relationships. I think we need all of those, right? but there's something about having that, that chemistry. And that's what they were talking about. It's got to start with that chemistry because without it, there's something that just feels disjointed. You know, and it's like, I've done other collaborations. I've done, I did this one where it was, I don't know. I want to say there was like 10 of us Christian YouTubers and we did it in a similar way that we've done vlog pastor season three, where we're each uploading our own videos on our own channel 
and then we kind of pointed to the others, but it was meant to be um, like identity scriptures, and we all dropped them on the exact same day and then point to the others. Well, not everybody pointed to the others, and not everybody said, hey, this is a collab that I that somebody invited me in. And they're really, out of that group, like, I'm thinking about it, and there's only, there was only one person in all of that group that any of my subscribers told me they went and subscribed to that they enjoyed. Yeah. And there was like just one, whereas like we've done the vlog pastors and the only thing I've gotten from people telling me about, you know, subscribing is thanks. Thank you. Now you just yeah. gave me seven people that I have to subscribe to and I'm already subscribed to enough. So I got to go yeah. delete others to try to fill these in, yeah. you know, that type. it was like, yeah, you same. actually introduced me to more kind of like it. <laughs> Um, and I had done some others where, you know, people would ask me to come in and be a part of a video, you know, like what's your favorite Bible verse type of a deal. And you record a small little clip and you send it to them and they put it all together on their channel and then, Hey, go check them out. And I've done those and they're okay and they're good, but it's like, it's, it's a one-off thing. There's no longevity with that because you can't really build that, that chemistry with that. Um, it's hard to build any type of a relationship. And so I, when, when they, had, when I read this article and it said, you know, you need to find a natural or somebody they have natural chemistry with. Um, and it, you know, it talks about different people that they've found doing that different collaborations. Um, and I think about some of the, the greatest YouTube collabs that I've seen, and there is a natural chemistry. You know, you've got like the vlog brothers and I mean, obviously they're brothers. So there's a natural chemistry there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can they think of history there. <laughs> right. You can think of like Rhett and Link. Sure. Um, best friends, you know, all the way through like elementary. But, but what, what about, what about best crossover where they didn't start together? Hey, we're going to do this thing. See, those are some good ones because I would sit there and now me being in YouTube, being in vlogging, I like the videography side of it. I like the filmmaking aspect. To me, I would say the best one as and the number one modern mm -hmm. Casey yeah, Neistat and Peter McKinnon. Peter McKinnon, that crossover, the bromance was hilarious. That one it was amazing, it, and it yep. just felt natural. You know, it felt so natural. Like when I'm watching a Peter McKinnon video, and it starts off with Casey calling him up and saying, "Hey." Do you want to go to Europe with me today? <laughs> it's like you just, yeah, that that sounds about right. From what I've seen of their relationship, that fits. Yeah. Um, you know, but then there's others. There's like Peter McKinnon and Maddie Hapoya, mm -hmm. you know, and there's that one that works. There was Casey Neistat and Dan Mace, and that mm -hmm. one works. And so you've got all of these variations, but like Peter McKinnon and Dan Mace, I'm not sure that would work. Yeah. And it's like you got Casey's personality here and you can see it branching in different directions, but then you go out here and I'm not quite sure that these tie together. Sure. Um, and so that's where I think that natural chemistry comes in, which then gets us, you know, to vlog pastor season three. And I would sit there and say that in the group of pastors that we've got, I have more natural chemistry with some than I do others. Okay. I think we all have a similarity and we've all got a lot of things in common, but if I were to sit there and try to like look and analyze and it's like, yeah, I could see, you know, Joshua hanging out with 
or I could see Jared hanging out with, but I'm not sure I could see, you know, these two. Um, and I think there's just something just as a viewer watching that, that it kind of clicks. And I think we're also going to be able to see that with, uh, I think our audiences are seeing that. I think our audiences are checking each other out and they're like, you know, I really enjoy this one and I enjoy that one. And this one's good, but it's just not something that I would necessarily want to watch. Sure. And I love that aspect of doing collabs like this because it exposes you to more things and you figure out what you do like and what you don't like. Which is interesting because I have a totally different journey and perspective than perhaps you do. Sweet. Bring it. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, well, so for me, uh, in friendship and connection in general, some things are instantaneous. Some mm-hmm. things, you know, you, you hit it off with somebody, you, you, you meet somebody, coffee shop, whatever, and you feel like old friends or, or something just jives and you enjoy it. But sometimes, sometimes it's, it's a job. For instance, one of my best friends in the world uh, works with me in ministry and life. Like we, we, we do it all together. I think outside of the love of Jesus and bringing us together, we would not be friends right. at all. Right. And our personality types are so different. Yeah. Uh, he's butterfly and artistic and I'm very like, let's work through the problem till it's done. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but what, but I was over there we're working on a job trying to lay a, this is a literal story. We're laying a foundation for a lady. We're doing a sidewalk foundation job and we have a certain amount of time to get it done. It's his job. I'm helping him out. I'm trying to come in there and put things in order. And uh, I look up and he is literally, he's got a butterfly in his hand and he's like, don't move, dude. <laughs> it's finally happened. <laughs> like, dude, we have, a, we have no time to be chasing butterflies. Shut up, man. You're going to scare it away. right anyway just totally opposite and so it takes it takes me a lot longer to settle into a relationship and i think that's the same case it was the same case with you it's like okay i like this guy right off the bat we do have some we have some chemistry and i think this could go somewhere but just life experiences and stuff it's like for the long haul is this uh uh the the words that came to my mind are not the words that i need to use is this a strategic relationship for this individual, because being in the YouTube world, Correct. which you know more than most right now, uh, particularly your audience, they're after me now too. Because <laughs> there's a there's there's a hey, you have an audience. Let me tap into that audience. Yes, you have eyeballs. Do you think you could send some my way? It's the same in ministry too, but. It's like I need all of your volunteers and your resources in the church world, but in the YouTube world, it's. I need you to shout me out. I need you to put me in. I need you to plug me in somewhere so that people can see the amazing person that I am and all of your audience shifts over and will follow me type of thing. That's what people imagine. And uh, you just you have to kind of weed through people and give them time and and let it marinate. And anyway, that's that's where for me, you did things correctly. And uh, you were in the comments all the time, just being a good dude talking, comment, genuinely enjoying the work. And then uh, when we finally met. You, you were, it was just, it was the guy that was in the comments that I had, I could say, no, look, I, he seems to be a genuine individual. Let's take a risk and go, go meet him. Right. And you turned out to be a genuine dude and <laughs> continued to be a genuine dude, providing more value than you ever took type of a thing. And so I, I, I think it's early for, for me to make a judgment call on whether 
we jive with, with you know, there's everybody. Some, with everybody. It's right. so early. Like it took me an entire season to go, do I like vlog pastors or is this torture? <laughs> like I like the relationship, but I want to punt vlog pastors in the first season. <laughs> but you know, like once you work through it now, season two, season three, you're like, well, we're ride or dies. Like right. what are we going to do? You start vlogging in Christmas. Guess where I'm going to be. It, the whole thing is like you know, the 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 comical bit is hey we better ask Jesse do you think she's going to be in on it it doesn't matter <laughs> are, we, are we vlogging in December <laughs> buckle up baby here we go well then if so, if we don't have to ask Jesse then yes we're doing December um. <laughs> it just it it takes a while I think to build that rapport and that and that chemistry so I'm a I'm a of the mind I'm of the mind I'm of the mind floating coffee head. Ah. I'm of the mind that you can build it or that God can build it really yeah. if it's if it's there but if there's like if there's an instant turn off and it's just not working right there's no there's no force in it to happen well and that's where I would say sit there and say that with like this season uh you know where I said that there's some that I know that I've got like uh, there's more of a natural chemistry with some than there is with others and I could see you collabing with some more than others type of a deal. And I can see others doing that as well. I, I think that for me comes in because I know all of these guys more than you do. Oh, definitely. Um, because there were a few of these names that you're just like, I'm, I'm going to have to trust, trust you, you on this. <laughs> Cause you had no, no clue. Um, that was, and, and, that was, again, I keep bringing it up, but that was the fun of the draft because you've got, there's people that like I know, and there's people that, you know, and filtering them down to go, all right, this is the, this is the best selection. Right. You're gonna have to vouch for a couple of these because I don't know. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that we have the group that we do have. Um, because I think it's, there's an, there's a lot of diversity in, our lives, our styles, our theology even. And yet with all of the, the differences, there's that, that common thread that I think everybody can see. These guys are infatuated with Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's like, and that's cool. But the way they express that love for him is just different. And it's, I don't know, it's been fun for me to watch and to see and to participate in. But when we're talking about natural chemistry, I've got more natural chemistry with some than I do with others. Um, and when it comes to like the guys that I've only met you chase and Trey in person, uh, and Trey and chase one time you several times. Um, and I talk to Trey on a fairly regular basis. I talk to you more often than I do Trey. Uh, and Chase and I, we keep in contact on a, I would say, a fairly regular basis, but not as much as I do with um, with Trey, but more so than I do with the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I mean, then for the other guys, it's one they're they're new, man. Well, they're, like, they're some n- of us are OGs. Like Trey's been in the game for forever. Chase has been in the game for several years. But then we learn that Dennis has been OG because he was making vlogs before <laughs> YouTube even existed. Um, yeah, but in Espanol. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's one that because we just meet each other, it's the newness of just starting off these relationships, just being introduced, um, you know, and Ken's kind of the new guy on the block as well, because we've only known uh, Ken and known of what he's doing for just a short time 
Clint a little bit longer, Dennis a little bit longer Side than that. Side note on Ken, hold your train of thought. Yeah. That video um, inside of the, the ballpark where he does the bases. Running the bases. Running the bases. Okay, a little caveat here. Not only is my mind blown, that was a great illustration, but it is breaking. That video is breaking the rules of of his channel and yes. what is expected on YouTube. That thing is skyrocketing for, for his viewership. Yes. And that type of video should not have that type of response. It just goes to show that good content's good content. Correct. And YouTube's going to serve it up and it'd be, it's going to be consumed. It was a great video. Well, and I think that's a perfect uh, a illustration and example of when you hit something and you have a something that resonates, yep. that it resonates with your audience. YouTube knows this is kind of what drives me nuts about uh, a lot of YouTube creators because they'll get in and they'll run for, you know, six months to a year and then they drop away and they're like, oh, I just can't, you know, it's so much work and YouTube's kind of shutting me down. And and then they take the, the silly martyr Christian aspect and they're like, oh, YouTube is trying to silence Christian voices. No, they're not. <laughs> Christian voices are just boring to people. <laughs> so it's like. Uh, really, if people aren't finding your content, it's because people don't want to see your content and you need to, and it's not that you're boring because every single person has a message to share and there's in people that want to hear what they have to say. You just haven't figured out how to tap into your God given ability in such a way that people connect with it. And that's where it's like, you, you've got to notice that. And then every means that you do is different. It's why like, you know, as pastors, we're, we're pastors of small churches and, you know, people sit there and say, well, if you were a better pastor, you'd be at a bigger church. Mm -hmm. No, not necessarily. Or your church would be bigger. Yeah. Or your church would be bigger. No, not necessarily. God didn't create everything to be a one size fits all. On, he man. created with a lot of variation. What you need to look at is the health of it. And so even with like a YouTube channel, you look at the health of your videos. Are people coming back and watching them? Yeah. And are they actually watching them? Not just clicking on a quick view. That's where Facebook gets it wrong. Facebook is really trying to pad your ego and let you know, yeah, you got 1500 views this weekend on your sermon. But if you look at your overall watch time, that Two 30 minute sermon, three seconds. Yeah. Yeah. You got less than an hour of total watch time on a 30 minute sermon with 1500 views. Do the math on that. And then you look at like YouTube and it's like, okay, well, here you've got like a seven minute video and you've got 50 views. But out of that seven minute video and the 50 views that you have, you look at your analytics and all of a sudden your average watch duration, which means the average purchase person is watching that over 50% of the content. Mm -hmm. And then the, and then that's just something that we need to think about and we need to analyze and we need to look and say, okay, what is it that I did that they related with? When I think about Ken's, it was, I mean, YouTube is a visual and he brought a visual illustration yes. to reinforce his point that was engaging and captivating and fun and different. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, that was so good. What do we do? We haven't seen something like that before that we enjoy as much. So then we share it with other people because if we like it, maybe they'll like it. And then it just, it continues. So yeah, I'm I'm with you. Ken's Ken's video was huge on that. I loved that aspect of it. I'm loving Clint's humor. 
Oh, man. It is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The fact that he roast me this week because my question was more of a commandment. And then he's got like angels flying in and all of. Oh, it was hilarious. And then again, I thought it was so good. What do I do? I start elbowing my wife and I back up the TV and I'm like, yep. watch this. This is hilarious. Um, and and I know he was kind of taking a risk on that because it's like, okay, well, Josh invites me in to do this, you know, log pastors, you know, and here I'm going to start picking on him and making fun of him. How's that going to go over? Is he going to invite me back? Um, and it was, I mean, you got to take a little bit of a risk on that. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't doing it from a mean place at all. It was just, to me, it was just, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. So, so. I'm, I'm out of sorts. There was some reorganization of the videos being posted this week. Has everybody posted? Yes. It's, it has been a train wreck on, on my end since <laughs> Sunday. So you know, I've missed everybody since Sunday. And we've done vlogists before, and I was talking to Clint about this, and I was like, vlogist may be the hardest daily that's out there. Like, I prefer April over August. I'm not that's sure it. about December. I think I think it's because of it's the end of summer, everybody's oh. getting ready to go back, and there's all this extra. And then if you're doing home projects, yep. yeah, you're trying to wrap everything up. And then it's this just is like, busy mm. season for pastors and yeah, yeah, I, yeah crazy fans. And, and I think because of that, culturally, yeah. even just out, I mean, yes, pastors, but even culturally back beyond that, mm -hmm. the back to school thing, I think there's just so much going on that it just becomes a little bit trickier. Um, and, and that's kind of, it's just one of those added, added little beasts that's going on. And I was wondering how that was going to be with Dennis specifically, because Dennis is, the only one of us that is not a lead pastor, he's a youth pastor, which means he's directly dealing with all the kids that are going back and we're going back and it's COVID and a lot of youth groups. If they took the summer off, they're starting to kick back up. Even if they kept the summer on normally, mm -hmm. they're still ramping back up for the fall and trying to figure all of that out. So there's the added dynamics in there. I was wondering uh, how that was going to be. And so then, you know, Sunday I post my video, Dennis sends me a message and he's like, Hey, I hate to say this, but I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it tomorrow. Uh, a lot of stuff just hit my plate all of a sudden, and I'm not going to get the video out. And then props on Clint. I reached out to him and I'm like, Clint's already doing a daily video. Maybe he can just kind of bump one up and Clint, the trooper, he's like, absolutely no problem. He's like, I'll just whip something together there. And Dennis is like, I can take the, you know, the next day. So we're back on track. I think today should be uh, Ken. I haven't looked, but um, Ken will be posting today. And I think then we're good. Um, but these are those things that I think that's where it also helps to have those relationships and know who you're working with. But this is also a collaboration that is just such a huge undertaking. That's something. Okay, so... Um, I'm, I'm not as familiar with the Christian YouTube space as you are. That's, you know, if there ever was a shame on me type of thing, that, that would, that would be one that I'd allow. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm not familiar with it. I try mm -hmm. to actually stay out of it just for the, the pure and simple reasons that you were saying. Christian YouTube is boring. <laughs> yeah. It's, and by it's the way, boring. Diana not commenting in the chat, she's saying facts don't be boring. <laughs> it, it's boring. Uh, you know, I admittedly, even some of my videos 
I, I take full ownership. Boring. Mm-hmm. I could have done better. Probably shouldn't have posted them. Probably should pull them down type of thing. I'm there with but you. But like, you know, and, and again, understanding that we're all learning and growing and telling our own story and perspective and, yep. and all of that. But on on the whole, it's copy paste sitting in front of a bookshelf, you know, hammering out some how the Lord's dealing with you or some nuggets that you took away from a, from a scripture. And that has its place, has its truth. But if you've seen one and you like a personality, you kind of have your – you kind of have your feeder zone for it. You don't need 30 different YouTubers to do the exact same thing. Right. But what's been good about Vlog Pastor Season 3 is it has forced me to engage with these guys and watch their their content on a weekly basis. Of course, I'm whatever. I, I'm enjoying it. Yeah. And so, like, the further I dive into their stuff, the more I'm like, uh, for instance, I'm sorry, Trey, if you ever watch this. Say it. Say <laughs> um, it. Like I, I'm still a noob to Trey, Trey Van Camp, who you know everybody, the Godfather, uh, a Christian vlogging, but I'm still a noob to Trey. Trey is amazing. He is amazing. I see why people consume his content on mass because yeah. I, I feel like a you know a, a noob in this, but like. No idea the level, the the quality of of stuff he's putting out there, and it's not just the the quality, you know, of of the camera transitions and tricks that he does, and all the extra editing that we, we can see, you know, behind the scenes yeah, that he's yeah. putting into this deal, the endless hours. It's the heart and the vulnerability, and I find myself commenting on his videos every time. I'm like, dude, you are still the realest cat on the block. Yeah. Is still willing to get, to offer it up there and say I have no stinking clue how to do this. I'm still figuring it out the part where I think it was uh, two weeks ago or maybe last week he's setting up and he takes 20 minutes to detox from setting up. Mm-hmm. If you are a pastor running a small church or a church plant, you know exactly what he's talking about because you've been hit by everybody who came in early who's messing up. You've got a scheduled set time to get chairs and get get stuff in place, get lights up, get your camera rolling, get the audio checks ready and go and all that stuff is work yeah dogs all that stuff is work and you need 20 minutes of just god that sucked get me back in <laughs> get me right. back in the zone here yeah uh, anyway just just real stuff so i've i've really really enjoyed diving in with these guys and and hearing their hearts and they I tell you what, it's inspired me to to take on some more Christian YouTube. Sorry about the dog. Yeah, that's fine. And no, I think you're right on that because it's exposing us to these other guys. And that's the one thing that I hope people are seeing through all of us. We've all got different personalities. Like I had told Clinton, and Clint even said here, he said, I'm glad that you saw the humor in my roasting of you. Asked my wife multiple times if I should cut it. And I'm glad you didn't cut it. Um and so I, I appreciate you not cutting it because it was hilarious. And that's something that I would do. But I told Clint going into this that there was a time where I wasn't sure if Clint like liked me or was mad at me or what, because he would say things. And it was like, I think he's joking, but Dude, I can't quite tell if he's joking. And he's just, got that. Yeah, it's he's got it, that humor where you're like, I'm not sure. And it's my favorite kind of humor. It's the type of humor that I can't pull off. And when I try it, it becomes offensive and it just rubs people the wrong way. And I can't do it. I'm a little envious of that. And when I finally realize, no, that's just his sense of humor and his natural personality blends in such a way that it is perfect. And it's almost a... I, I can't even say it's a dry humor, but the delivery is not as forceful 
as a lot of humor is, but when he does it, it's just, it's amazing and it's beautiful. And so that's where I was glad he put that in there because I want people to see that. I want them, that is who he is. And I'm seeing that through his videos, through uh, through August. He's been doing this challenge, trying to do vlogs, do every day to get some clarity on YouTube. And I think it's not just clarity on the direction you want with your channel. I think it's clarity on who we are on YouTube because... And I think we all can recognize that to a certain degree. We are the same person, but there's different elements of our personality that come out in different settings and different relationships. You know, it's like I'll have a conversation with my wife that I would never have with my children. I'll have conversations with my children that I would never have with my parents. And I'll have conversations with the person at the grocery store that would not be the same conversation I would have with like a member of my church. And so there's all these different settings. And now we're in this setting of YouTube, staring at a camera, trying to talk to people on the other end of that lens and to connect with them. I think it takes us to really figure out who we are coming through the lens. And that's where I've enjoyed watching what Clint's doing because his personality, his character, who he is on YouTube is really starting to come through. Um, and I just, I hope he continues with it. So Clint continue with it. It's exactly, I'm, I'm guessing him in everything you just said, but some folks, uh, like Clint, like Trey, like myself, I'm trying to think some of the other guys have a little bit different, different format. It's not that it's not that we would, we would ever hide anything or, you know, keep anything back as YouTubers. We are who we are, who we are, who we are in front of the camera. It's just like you said, how far do you want to go lady at the, at the checkout line? Right. Like how much of this onion do you want to dive into on our first meeting? Exactly. You know, you never know who's watching uh, on YouTube or yeah. is it your first exposure? And do you really want to talk about why Jesse and I don't have children? Like that's a very deep, I don't mind talking about it yeah. at all, but you make it uncomfortable as we go to taking off clothes <laughs> here. Yeah. You know, Right. No, no, no. Yeah. I, Hey, I was there cause we did that. Was that season one of log pastors? Yeah. Uh, season two, I think. Yeah. We, I don't know what it was. Whenever it was, I asked that question. I didn't know. And then I watch your video the next day. And as you start, I was like, uh, Oh yeah. What, did, what did I just do? What did I just ask? I'm not sure I should have asked that. I'm not sure I wanted to ask it. And I appreciate the way you guys answered and the way you went about that, which by the way, you guys need to go over and check that out if you want to know. Um, but it was, it was a really good video. And I know you've had those, like that first couple seasons questions that you asked me that were kind of the same thing. It was like, uh, I didn't think we were going to get this deep. Oh yeah. Um, and, and sometimes that's just like with us where it kind of strikes a nerve, but I think we, uh, we recognize that even off the digital world and in the physical world where you'll say something to somebody or you'll ask them a question. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, I didn't know it was that intense right. and that deep. And then you're just or kind even of there. Like you, like you answered one season. Uh, I think I asked you a question and we were going back and forth and it was just, it was not the appropriate setting for it to be answered. Um, and whenever you said that, it was like, oh yeah, of course, because there's not a dialogue that could be had here. It right. would just be yeah. you pontificating your answer upon the audience and they would have to bear it. It was just, right. it was inappropriate. And you're like, I'm not answering. 
And that was, and the, the brilliant part about that is that I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was a question when we were answering the same question and you were able to answer it, but I wasn't able to answer it. And it was a way that I think it's because of my life experiences and what I've went through being different from yours. You could answer that in a monologue setting. I couldn't answer it in that monologue setting. And that was the thing. Those are the other parts where we, when we keep making videos and we keep putting this stuff out, I think naturally we start to figure that out and we start to find it. Um, I think that's where, you know, like Clint's at where, you know, he's doing this daily challenge, which I recommend really all YouTubers should do like daily. You know, he's growing so much right now. I was like, you can see it in the videos. He may think he's putting out the exact same thing over and over and the quality's not, but the things that he's learning, because you remember the things that you learn in a daily vlog, it's just like so good. It's invaluable. Well, and Diana had this comment. She said that it's about being consistent enough with your content to find out how you want to present your faith on camera that is visually appealing, compelling, and fun. And that's that. Yes. I know. It's it's the consistency. (laughs) When you do that, you're able to do it consistently, and then you're able to then analyze what it is. And I'm not saying you have to open up the YouTube analytics and break down all of the graphs and all the charts. You can just take a like a macro approach. I love this. Pay attention to this. If anybody's listening wondering how to do your analytics, <laughs> I was diving into the I was diving into the micro stuff and Joshua said something which he's getting ready to say to you that blew my mind. I thought, "Oh, that and that's now the new way I look at my analytics to keep sanity, keep my heart guarded." Go ahead. Oh, I don't know if that's what I was going to say. Tell me what you were thought I was going to say. (laughs) Well, basically, we're going through we're going through our videos, and I was I was stressing over okay, audience retention and how many views did I get for this? And there's like a five view difference in right here and here. What do you think I did right? What do you think I did wrong here? And we're kind of just like really in the weeds on it. And he goes, "That's that's not how I do it at all. How I do it is I I look through there. I, I I try not to." I try not to dive into the minutiae of it because it, it skews my heart a little bit. I just look at it and go, where's the stand standout or breakout video? Oh, look, there's one. Yeah. Why? What did the audience like about that? Oh, interesting. Okay, I think I could do that again. Yep. Simple as that. Yep, yep. I th- okay. That's changed. That's that's blown my mind. Yeah, and, and that I'm, takes I'm, a different approach because it's not the, the micro of really trying to analyze yep. every detail. It's a broad approach, and it's looking for the spikes. Uh, and as a pastor, Momentum. it's easy. Like I can go back and I can tell you the greatest sermon I have ever preached based on my congregation's response had, I do these sticky statements, you know, I try to come up with this, this sticky statement that it just hits you. And all of a sudden you remember it and you're saying it, you know, day after day after day, hopefully it lasts at least a couple days. That's ideal. This one has lasted like two years. Here's how good it was. God is good. <laughs> that was the sticky statement. And the whole message was about the goodness of God just over and over. He's good. He's good. And I even used horrible English that I remember one of our uh, church members thought it was the funniest thing ever and then starts like tweeting it out because I said, God is so good. There is none gooder and he's the goodest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, you, you can't get any gooder cause he's the goodest. 
And it was like, I just everything I could to emphasize good, good, good. And because of that, it was like, I remember right afterwards. I remember in the moment as I'm preaching this, I'm seeing that the, the lights are going off in their eyes. And all of a sudden it's like the bondage is breaking on them. And it was in such a way that from a macro approach, now I can look back on this and that's been a year and a half, two years ago. And that one still stands out more than the rest. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't because I did anything. I, my sticky statement was God is good. That's the most original thing I could come up with. (laughs) It wasn't anything I did. It was the Mm -hmm. fact that they responded to the message and the way that I delivered it in that moment. I broke it down and I simplified it and it was profound to them and it hit them. So then the macro approach on YouTube is sitting there and saying, okay, what are those standout moments? And sometimes if I want to get in deep, I'll even look at some of my videos and then I'll look on the video itself and say, okay, is there a spike in the watch time graph? Yeah, but not over all of your videos. You're focusing in on the standout video. The standout videos. And it's either because I notice something in watch time or it's something that I'll notice. I just look at like, okay, a lot of views here or a lot of watch time there or a ton of comments on it. Or here we are six months later and people are still asking and still commenting on that video. Why are they doing that? I'm done with that video. Why do they keep coming back to it? And those are the moments that all of a sudden. It should be about your profile. Oh man, that Facebook (laughs) profile profile. video. I hate that thing. Um, That that video right there is the reason I'm starting another channel. Um, It's just like, but these these are those things that we take that approach of just kind of looking back. I love collaborations too, because when we do a collaboration, it pulls stuff out of us. And oftentimes I'll look at the rest of you guys doing something and the competitive nature in me is like, Hmm. So Jared just cloned himself. How am I going to one up him? You got to get your clone in man. And then I'm like, I got to figure out how to clone myself. And then I tried recording it like two different times and I just hated the way it was coming across. So I'm like, fine. I'm just going to talk to myself on camera and I'm going to put myself on the screen. I'm going to, I'm going to break the fourth wall and there isn't a fourth wall. So I got to build a fourth wall to break a fourth wall. How am I going to build a fourth? <laughs> it's like, and, but then I do that and I get Clint that comments and he's like, dude, that was awesome. I need to try that. And I'm thinking, you know, Clint might actually be able to do it better than me because it would lend better to his sense of humor too. Right. And then I'm like, that would be amazing. And then I get Trey that sends me a message and he's like, oh, so you did, you talked to yourself on camera too. Well, guess what I did this week? Um, and of course Trey was, is, was already recorded cause I think he's on vacation. So it was like, his was already recorded and set. He couldn't look at mine and then, you know, oh, well, man, now I gotta, I gotta re-record that. Cause you know, Josh did that thing and that was really cool. And I, I think I need to add, but when we're doing these collabs, there's, there's that competition but it's, I don't, it's the collaboration. It's not even competition. It's yeah, that's exactly what I was You know what say. I mean? I mean, it's not, it's, we're not competing it's, yeah, for it what be. each other has, but we're competing to help bring everybody up. To me, it's like if you're on a team and you're telling your teammates to be like, oh yeah, you got that, you know, football. It's like, oh, so you have nine sacks this season. I got 10. You need to step <laughs> up your game. I don't quite see it the way that you do, but to add to it, I, I just, I see it as like what's possible. So 
what's possible in a season. Well, we're all we all have extremely busy lives. Mm -hmm. This is not front burner. Church is front burner, and right. we happen to make a vlog. We're part of okay, so we're going to need to up our game a little bit. And then whenever you you log on and you're like, oh, I didn't know we could do. Well, if if Josh <laughs> could do that. I definitely can do that. Right. Okay. Well, if Chase, if Chase can blow himself up <laughs> and just you know just break off all all preconceived notions about this thing, well, then Hold we can on. do whatever we want to do. Pause. Pause right there. Chase is blowing. We're talking about like you cloning <laughs> yourself. We're talking yes. about me breaking the fourth wall, looking yes. in on the camera. We're talking about these 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 are intricate techniques that we're doing i know you didn't like it i thought it was fantastic no 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 we're talking about these intricate techniques and what chase does yeah is he puts yes he did like the world's most horrible yes, visual did. effects grenade explosion on his camera brilliant. and i loved it it was brilliant because i absolutely he, loved it that that is contrary to exactly what we're talking about. So it's like, oh, what's possible? What's possible? Push the envelope. Oh, yeah, you can do this. I can do this. He takes that what's expected, all of the momentum, all of the hype of what's he getting ready to do, and he yes. blows himself up with, like, clip art. <laughs> it, was, really, but it was it was insanely good. Like, well played, Jim. Yes, it was. It, no, that was amazing. And it wasn't the most... No, it was even visually appealing. It was great. It yeah. was just not what we would expect. And I think because At he all. did the unexpected and in contrast to everybody else, that was the one thing that like really set. And one, I wouldn't expect that from Chase. So what did it do to the rest of us though? It freed us up. It did. Sky's it like the broke limit. the wall. It's like, guys, just have fun, get creative, yeah. do stuff. Um, and it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. And That's, sometimes it's those simple things that yeah. aren't polished that all of a sudden it's just like, oh, yeah, that's good. Well, that's been the competition to me. It's like, let's see what we can do. I mean, Chase blew himself up. I, I don't know how to the freedom of that moment for me to watch him like it's not it's not a competition of who can do better who can do this who can do he just like the building tension of here we go and blows himself up yeah. of like yeah that is the ridiculousness of what we're dealing with isn't it let's just chill out and make some really cool stuff right right that there was just such freedom in that and then to see like yours last week was like yes how do i incorporate that into my own stuff yeah i've got g, g money going on right now but i'm like g money is limited this g money hilarious banter between <laughs> g money between is hilarious and, and do you have you ever watched the 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 show pen and teller fool us i've seen yes okay so i love pen and teller fool us because pen and teller they know how to do everything oh yeah but they're getting people on there to try to fool them when it comes to doing the visual stuff on youtube there's not a whole lot that i don't understand initially or that i can't figure out in about 10, 15 minutes, how to do it. I may, it may take me days to actually execute it, but I know how it's done. I've got one of those analytical minds. Dude, I still can't figure out G money. Can't figure I, out G money? I cannot figure well, out G money. It. I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you stew on it so you can figure let it out. Let me goal. stew on it. I mean, I've got an idea. I've got an idea, but I don't know if that's what you're doing. And if it is, it's so brilliant because it's not as complicated as I would make it out to be, which 
could be brilliant, but we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it off camera and see if I'm right. And you just tell me yes or no. And that's it. Um, okay. so that way it's like talking in code, like, you know, on Penn and Teller fool us and sure. the rest of them don't get a no, they have to figure it out on their own. <laughs> but, sure. but I do think that there's something about that, that creative expression that we have that honestly, it only, I think the, the, the things that I've seen where there's the most creative expression and where I'm challenge the most it does come from these collaborations mm -hmm. because there's the chemistry that we have and i keep using the word competition but it's not competition and i don't i don't know what word i'm looking for uh, i i saw uh, clint says to him it's more inspiration than competition yeah and yes there's like an element of inspiration but there's an element of competition and it's like i i can't I can't wrap my brain around what it is that I actually think it is. Like I can't, I can't find that word. I wouldn't call for me competition. I think it would be maybe I don't know what the word would be. <laughs> now that I just jumped out there, right? But it's it. There is a compulsion. I, I'm not going to loaf on this. Yes. So this week is going to be. I can already tell you. It. it I didn't want to put out a bad video during vlog pastors, but. I just don't have time. This is my this is my filming time right now that we're that we're taking up with this. With all the projects going on, with all the extra stuff going on, there's no time. It's gonna be mm -hmm. made sometime at night, probably in the studio. Yeah. So it's just nothing. Anyway, but there is a compulsion. That's probably not the right word, but you guys are performing at this level. I'm not going to mail in Correct. That's the this thing. video. And I think that's that. That's what I'm trying to figure out what it was. And that's where I'm talking like it's almost that team mentality. It's like if the rest of my team is showing up yeah. and they're giving it a hundred, I, I don't want to be JV. I, yeah, I can't <laughs> set on the bench and phone it in. I can't go 50%. Yeah. Um, I would feel horrible about that. And honestly, there's something in me that says if they're giving a hundred, yeah. can Same. I give a little bit more than that? to show them I appreciate what they're doing, but also to kind of spur us on to say, hey guys, can we give a little more? And is this truly a hundred that we're given? What I can't wait to find out is next week, whoever's able to hop on, if that's still gonna be a thing. Yeah, I we haven't told to them that that's what's happening, but next week I think we're doing, I, I didn't even tell you this, but I think next week's Vlog Pastor podcast, we just may do that on Monday. Okay, sorry guys. I didn't mean to spoil the surprise. I thought we were all on the same page here. Whoops. Uh, but we're going to see interesting to ask everybody that can hop on is going to hop on and we're going to do a, a month in recap. Um, Sorry, surprise. Yeah. No, I, I, th I don't remember. I think I mentioned in our schedule that there's a live stream on Monday, uh, but I didn't. It wasn't formally announced. Um, gotcha. But well, that's what that we're going to do. Something to consider, something to have in your nugget for, for next week if you guys are watching. Um, I'd like to know if if this is just a part of the norm. Like like for Clint, he's smashing out videos every day of the week. Hey, ain't no thing for him to pop in on, on Monday when he's supposed to be on Tuesday and make a video because he's just it's just part of his flow. Mm -hmm. Or if there's extra special effort given to the vlog pastors um, line because everybody else is leveling up the game type of thing. Or you what? know, like like for Trey, Trey's making a he's he's doing a thing. You could kind of tell in the first part of the season everybody was doing their regularly scheduled programming. Yep. You know, and they they fired up and then towards this meat part of the season, 
everybody's next level. Yeah, yeah. And I want to know there- I want to know what they learned. I want to know what was their favorite part. What was their least favorite part? What well, video let's, let's, stood out to them? Let's hop in here before they get on because I would love to dedicate next week entirely to yeah. to them. What was yours? What was your favorite video of the season? That's one. Man, see now you're gonna make me go back over and pull up the 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 vlog pastors podcast Ooh. season three playlist um and it's look at it, which by the way too. the what? There's just so many and for different reasons, too, because, I mean, like the moment you say, I like this video because of X, Y and Z, like three more come to mind and you're like, oh, right. These. Yeah. And that so that's the hard thing I'm looking through here. Um, so I'm just going from the top. So like from the top, I loved Ken's uh, that yep. I'm looking at. That one was just outstanding. And and then the I, maybe my favorite moment was Chase blowing himself up. Um, that may have been my favorite, like standout moment. Um, it, although it's a toss up between that and a few of the, the humor things that, that Hang on. Clint has done. Hang on. Let's, uh, let's, let's not give your final answer. Uh, let's just provoke the conversation a little bit because maybe we can do oh, like, uh, Emmys. Maybe we can do Emmys or something like that. Or, or <laughs> do some type of award. the we breakout do- moment. What would be you know no what, we'll ask you guys what would be the award that we could hand out or a couple competition awards that we could hand out on Vlog Pastors season three finale wrap up I think that would be fun best video of the of the deal best moment something like that I don't know man there were so many that's what I'm saying for YouTubies there were so the many vote. good ones and Dennis's like Dennis's Dennis came out he's the first one that has to follow me so i come out and i introduce it and then i answer my question and here's dennis and dennis does all of the old school graphics that he's pulling yeah, out really and good. the tv and stuff man there were all of these good stuff i know how you how you making me ask it i i don't even now that you made me a, a, try to answer it i don't even know if i can have the other guys answer that <laughs> That's just... yeah that, that that may be a little awkward but i, I just think it'd be neat Hand out little awards like uh, I don't know, best video or best mo- best comedic moment or yeah, the <laughs> something, YouTubies, something like that. The YouTubies, yes. <laughs> We're gonna have to figure out that. Hey, I want to get to a few of these uh, comments that we had here, sure. um, and then I think we'll we'll kind of wrap up for the the day as well. Um, Floating coffee hand. I'm, I, you know, I'm getting to the point where I'm never going to make that little uh, flying gif of your head, and just because I enjoy you singing it every single week, and <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like we're doing. He's got I'm, the voice of an angel. I, I'm doing a little an uh, chat with Diana, and Diana sees Jen come in with the floating coffee hand, and then she starts singing it too. <laughs> and unfortunately, she wasn't recording because I would have like taken that recording and meshed it with yours and put you guys in harmony that would have been yes. that would have been great so uh okay so here i'm going back up to the top um let's go through here let's go through yeah we did have uh charles nickens kicking back relaxing after a long day and he said that he was enjoying the tunes uh so our tunes which by the way here's another thing that we can talk about later on i am now we're gonna have to find new tunes for our uh pre-roll because I'm leaving Epidemic Sound and going over to Soundstripe. 
Um, Quick question. Back over to Soundstripe. When you leave somebody like that, say Music Bed, Epidemic Sound, you no longer pay for their stuff, you can't use what you've already licensed anymore? You can only use it when you have an active subscription with them. Are you kidding me? No. Oh. Now, if you had the I've video. I've got to make a billion dollars. No, no, no. Like, if you, ha- if you made the video when you had an active subscription. Yes. That video is there forever. Okay. And you so don't have to realize that. Like, but like what? if I do? downloaded a video, so I've done, or I've downloaded music from Epidemic Sound and I'll use it on all of these videos and like these live streams, I downloaded it. It's there every live stream. It's Epidemic Sound at the beginning when you're listening to it. Um, however, I think it's like September 3rd or 5th or something like that, that my subscription is then done. So the day after, I can't use those songs. But all of the videos that I made prior, when I did have got an you. active license, they're still good to go. I got you. So, I was thinking about all my clients. I'm like, oh, nope. and the clients I didn't that, realize nope. that. As long as you had the active subscription in it, um, the only thing with client, and here's part of the problem, is like with client work, you really got to look at the terms of service on some of these. I've got licensing uh, I've got things. Music- I've got music bed and I've got the the professional tier. Music so bed, I, you're I, good with that. Um, yeah. Artlist, I believe, is good, but Artlist is only for video. Um, and I think music bed, I can't remember if music bed is video and audio. Yeah, you're gonna pay for it. Um, yeah. but then there's like Soundstripe, and Soundstripe is it's a blanket thing for client, for personal. It doesn't matter audio, video, anything. Oh, nice. Um, nice. And I've loved Soundstripe. I've had them this whole time. So Soundstripe was the first music service that I subscribed to, and I've kept them the entire time. I've never not had Soundstripe. But I went to Epidemic because Epidemic had a broader selection of music, and they had sound effects. Well, sound effects. Now, now Soundstripe has a sound effects package and they've added stems in as well, which they didn't have before. And so the only thing that it was just the music selection, which Epidemic still has a broader selection, but the thing that really chose it for me of leaving um, and not doing Epidemic anymore, one is the cost and two, it's because they will only let me license through Epidemic for one channel per account. So I've got two channels currently running about to do a third channel. And we could even talk about a fourth. If we're talking like the church channel that I manage. And because of all of that epidemic says, I have to have a separate subscription for all of those. Hmm. Whereas Soundstripe says, no, you paid one subscription, put it on any of that. Gotcha. So that's nice. Yeah, that was was a good thing. Um, Okay. So let me go back down through here. Some of these comments, um, Henry was saying when we were talking about Peter and Casey, he said, I like Peter when he gives his tech videos, but even then sometimes he takes a little too long to get to the heart of the content. Um, agreed. Agreed. Diana saying, don't collaborate. Disagree entirely. No, no, no. I continue. He get, he takes too long to get to the heart of the content for you. Uh, if you no, are a for, true blue Peter McKinnon fan, anybody that wants, no, anybody that wants day or day, anybody that is there for the tech, Anybody that is there for the re- review, anybody that is there for the tutorial, he takes too long to get to it. If hey, you're Peter there for McKinnon. Peter McKinnon, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if you're there to learn from the man, if you're le- there to learn from the best, I would say it's adequate time. 
whatever type I think you it's the difference take, between what you're going for. Are you going there for to the learn from content or for the content giver? There you go. If you're going to learn just how to do something, how Ooh. to do X, Y, or Z, go search it, X, Y, or Z. But if you want to learn from Peter McKinnon, he took the adequate amount of time to get there to tell you that story because it was Peter Mastinkin Kinnon. Yeah, which from a Christian perspective, middle name. from Mastinkin. a Christian perspective, it could be like where some Christians say the worship is too long or it wasn't the right song or your sermon was too long or it was too short or we should have done this or we should have done that. But if you went to church for those things, you may are absolutely right. But if you went to church (laughs) to minister to the Lord and to commune with him, does it really matter? Come on, man. So that was, come on over to my church. We ran 30 long last week. That's a nightmare. Not a person said, "Hey, what are you doing?" No, no, and, and I think it's it's the heart of what why you're going and what you're going there for. Yep. But I would agree with Henry when it comes to if I'm going for his tech videos, it's a little too long. And there are some of his videos that I I don't want. All I wanted your thumbnail and your title were so captivating. You said you were going to give me these three specific things, and it took you four and a half minutes to get to them. Too long. Didn't read. Yep. He does a good job. Um, okay. Uh, Diana saying, don't collab with Josh. He'll try and break your stream and make you laugh. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, was one of the greatest things ever. Um, Augie is saying, I'm so glad I don't do vlogs anymore. I just got tired of trying to make content. I thought others may like to watch. Um, and yeah. And I mean, we were talking about that where you're looking and you're saying what resonates. Now, I don't think as a vlog channel, you should really be making content specifically for others. I think you should be making content that you want to make, but you should be able to look at and say, what are they resonating with in the content that I made that I wanted to make? Sure. And then how can I do more of that? And so it's still making what you want to make, but making it in a style that you like and that they appreciate. Uh, and that's where I think the balance is. But I get what you're saying, Augie. And I wouldn't recommend anybody, especially with a vlog channel, to only make content for the audience because then you're going to get burnt out on it so fast. Especially, yeah, if you're doing regular stuff multiple times a week or it, it just becomes a job because mm-hmm. you're making stuff that you don't want to do anyway. Yep, yep. Having uh, been there. Yeah. Henry saying, uh, should vlogs be separate content or be part of the same channel? Uh, I think it depends. Um, I don't think there's a one size fits all on this. Um, I, I think it, it completely depends if you can. And I've looked, I've tried to wrap my my brain around this. If your vlogs are a pivot, then yes, keep it on the same channel. If it's a jump, a leap, a skip and a hop. He didn't know. It might need to be on a, on a separate channel unless your name is Casey Neistat and you have 10 million followers and then he do what you know. want. He doesn't know. I'm just going to hop in here and say baloney. He doesn't know. Thus the great experiment of trying the second, third, fourth channel. He doesn't know. We'll let you know in about six months. I, I think anything is possible. Uh, I, I think there's some real potential with people starting second channels right now. I think that was a bad idea a year or two ago. <laughs> I think it was a horrible idea a year or two ago. But I think it's kind of in vogue now. 
No, he and, still thinks it's uh, which, a bad and horrible idea. Which was, it's in vogue, which there's potential for it. I don't understand the long term, I don't understand the long game of it. But uh, I'll let you know, Henry, in about six months when we're either laughing at Joshua, which I don't think we will be, or whether we're saying, well done, my good sir. Uh, I don't even think we'll be doing that. I think if there's success in doing it, I think we're going to look at me as an anomaly. And we're going to... Why say because that's what we do even with Casey Neistat. We say that Casey Neistat doing a vlog and tech stuff is an anomaly, but then, okay, there's also Peter McKinnon and there's Matty Hapoya and there's, and there's, and there's. So that, I, I don't think any of it is a one size fits all. I think it really comes down to you or me and getting it through our skulls. That's good. So what is going to be easier for me? What is my most efficient way of doing it? That's good. And that's where, and that's the reason why I'm launching the the third channel is because I have a stockpile of videos that I want to make, but I can't get out of my head on making it for this channel. I can do the vlog pastors and it, there's an argument that could be made that vlog pastors should be a separate channel in and of itself. But it would be a good argument, but I can also sit there and look at it and say, yeah, but when it comes to doing the vlog pastors, the podcast and doing the seasons, it works fine on my channel. I can wrap my mind around it. I can keep making content, but when it comes to like tech stuff, I, I love doing it. I love talking about it, but to wrap my mind around making that on a regular basis. And I even tried a few different times and it's like, Hey, we're going to do three minute Thursdays. You're going to like this. And then I made like what one video. I just, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And that's where I say, should vlogs be a separate content or part of the same channel? It depends mostly on you, on what you can do. That part's true. That and part's true. here's my first recommendation for everybody is stop asking questions and just make content. Um, and it's like, if, if you've got 150 videos that you've made, then start asking these, um, until that point, just make content because all of the YouTube experts are going to say, you have no clue what you even want to make until yep. you've made about 50 videos. Yep. And that's on the low side. Like Roberto Blake says it's between 50 and hundred and he's seen consistently. It's closer to that hundred mark. Um, and so that's where it's like, you got to figure that out. So, um, anyways, um, Diana says, I would say whatever award, these are the awards would be, it has to be passed in the next season of VPs, like on survivor. Ooh, wait, I don't know. I, I don't watch survivor. What, what happens? So it's like, it's a, it's a professional wrestling championship where okay. the next person that comes in, they get the next title. So actually, no, that wouldn't necessarily be the case. I think survivor, you got a whole new group that comes in. And so a new winner is crowned. A new winner is crowned. Whereas professional wrestling is you've got a reigning champion that could win that. Oh, I, I don't think we should. I I'm out. If we're going to crown a, a king of vlog pastors, season three, no, but that's, what, that's whatever award it is at all. No, okay. no, not, not in that sense. But if we did that's, awards, if we did no like, the, if we did the breakout moment, then all of a sudden it would be like, Ooh, this would be good. And you know what we might have to do? We might, I might just have to play around here and sit there and think if I can create some type of a poll type structure 
where you and I, Jared, we can figure this out and we're going to say these are our top moments in this category, this category, this category, and then we let the audience have like three days to vote on it. Okay. And then we, we give That's, the awards. There. We need to do that like today then. Yeah. Which means it's probably not going to happen at all. Probably not gonna happen. <laughs> How about we impromptu? <laughs> we'll, 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 see. we'll see what we can do. Yes. All right. So Diana is saying epidemic sound for me, sound stripe for the clients, epidemic sound costs too much for a commercial account. Agreed. Um, Andy is saying uh, the unique personalities make vloggist more entertaining. And he says, what do you think's, what do you think makes co-hosting work or not work on YouTube? Ooh. Um, honestly, and here's what I would say. I think the biggest thing is going to be what we kicked off with when we're talking collaborations, and it's going chemistry. to be that natural chemistry. It, it's got to be that chemistry because I have no problem just getting up and walking away right now. This, I mean, we're streaming this on my YouTube channel. And I will walk away from it and let Jared have full reign because there's that relationship and there's that chemistry that I know he's not going to do any damage. Um, and I, I can't say that with everybody that I've ever done a collab with. And so I think that would be the biggest thing is, yeah, it, it, it would have to be that. And from a, I mean, Andy's a pastor as well. And I would say it would be similar to when you're giving somebody your pulpit at your church. You don't let just any Joe Schmo walk in off the street and say, I'm a prophet and God told me I'm supposed to preach here this morning. That. How many of those have you had for real? Enough. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that that's like a, a silly illustration. It's not. It, Enough. And my response is usually, oh, well, then I must not be a man of God and this must not be a godly church because God didn't tell me gonna, anything about that. That's where it's going anyway. You I was like, you might want to run from here. I think I'm a heathen. It's where it's going, yeah. literally. I, I don't know what uh, what spiritual what is going on to force that person in there, but that is where the conversation is headed anyway. You might as well yep. head it off. Yep, yep. Um, Augie is saying Linus Media Tech has six channels, and they all hit part of what he did on his main channel. So doing what he did on the main channel, and then it broke off, which is something is better. That, what is it better? Having them on the separate channel? No, I mean, do you like it better? Like, is it like, man, I wish he did it on the on his main channel, like in the old days? Or is it better now that it's diversified into six different channels? That's or is a that good a question. Thing? I know, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't follow him. I don't know. So I'm, I'm asking you guys. Is it better? Worse? Augie? Josh? I, I, I don't know, but it's, it's a good question. I can't say as it would be better or worse. I mean, it would be something similar to like what potato jet is doing. And then he's got Gene Nagata because he was doing vlogs on potato jet, but he just wasn't doing them that often. And then all of a sudden it was going to be easier for him to do the vlogs on a separate channel. And I think that was him just rationalizing it and figuring it out a little bit more so he could stay focused on the, the tech channel. And then in doing that, I mean, so many of them like this guy, I subscribe to both and I, I don't care if it's two channels. It doesn't bother me at all because I still watch enough of it. that YouTube recommends it and they're like, Hey, right. Gene's got a new video. Potato jets got a new video. You like watching it. So we're going to give it to you. Um, and it would be something similar to uh, now I would say dude perf or not dude perfect, but, um, Rhett and link. They, they're another, they're maybe the best example of doing something on the main channel 
And then all of a sudden it, it spawns off. So they started with Rhett and Link making funny videos. And then they tried this talk show format, which turned into Good Mythical Morning, a separate channel that actually outgrew what Rhett and Link did. And then from there, they would have little segments on it that all of a sudden people are asking, how do you make this? And then they started Good Mythical Kitchen. And then they have like ear biscuits, their video podcast that they did. And then they have uh, like, yeah, they've got like three or four or five or six different channels. <laughs> yes. People ear biscuits. are so creative. Ear biscuits oh, is hilarious. I love humanity. Oh, but my that thing that they did, which I mean, and here's something to be said. Another argument could be made for vlog pastors into a separate channel, because if we look at the retin link model, if we look at the Linus tech tips model, when you have a show that you start on the main channel and you find there is an audience for it and they enjoy making it, that is actually the perfect time to then take that and branch it off into a separate and let it grow on its own. Um, and it, to me, if you, if you've ever done, and I don't do gardening, but I understand enough about gardening that all of a sudden you can take like uh, what is it with the, um, I don't know, we've got hostas, uh, around. And so you can take a hosta and you can split it and separate it. And then it grows more. Host what did I, what did I, yeah, I, don't know. I don't know what a hosta is, but you take a hosta. A hosta. <laughs> you give them your list of demands. I think they're called hostas. I don't know. Yeah. If, if Gen Genevieve, if I'm wrong, you can come running in and smack me inside the upside the head. I give you permission. Continue. Um, but you know, different plants like that, where you can basically break a plant off. I think aloe vera does another one where you can take that and like break one yeah. off and replant it. And then it grows something separate. And that's where I think that would be a good chance to do that. Now. I like the way that, um, Rhett and Link do that because like, I love watching good mythical morning. I love watching Rhett and Link and now they're back to doing some vlogs. I love that stuff. I could care less about good mythical kitchen and I don't really like ear biscuits that much. So I like that it's separate because I don't watch that. YouTube doesn't recommend it. And so then they help me to only watch what I want to watch. So, um, anyways, uh, Diana is saying, Yep, closer to 100 for me because they say it's easy to blow through 30 videos during VEDA. Um, yeah, and, and that's yeah. where I think if you've done a daily thing like a VEDA or a vlogist, I think it's going to push you closer to the 100 mark of making videos to find out. But I think there's something yeah. so valuable about a VEDA or a vlogist or a vlogmas. Doing a daily for that long, it is like having a crash course. You have yes. to learn and create so fast. And if you don't do it, you'll fail at it because you don't have enough time and you have to figure out how to speed up your workflow, speed up your editing style while trying to still keep true. Because then if you just mail it in, if you just phone yep. it in, it's, it's going to be a fail anyways. So now if you're a certain personality type like me, you're going to want to be careful around the vloggist. And it sounds like Clint as well. You, you get to where you're in this groove. And you don't try new things because it's what it takes to get the job done. Yeah. And you you not you're not pushing yourself creatively. So be careful if you're one of my personality types. Um, Everybody will do it. My, hey, the like video I insanity. put out on Sunday that was so close to me phoning it in. I didn't start recording that until Sunday morning. Hmm. I I had to have that uploaded at two p.m. I started recording at eight a.m. I spent about 30 minutes recording that thing, started to edit, and then my computer crashed on me, took off and left a church, 
came back, didn't leave church until 1230, and it's a half-hour drive. So I got back at 1, and it's supposed to be uploaded at 2. And so I had less than 45 minutes to try to upload that to then hope YouTube could process a 4K video to at least HD in 15 minutes. It took them 35 minutes because I did upload it at 145, and it wasn't until 2.20 that HD finally came up. And then I posted that, and I was like, HD is good enough. I created it in 4K, but, um, and so that was even with me talking to myself on camera, but there was a case where I could have just phoned that in and it could have just been a straight talking head. And I was like, I need to put something else in here. I need to try something else because everybody else is doing it. I've got to at least have one moment in here where I go for it. Sure. And that was, that was that moment. So anyway, um, Augie saying a straw poll. A straw poll. That's how we're doing the, the voting for the awards. Okay. That's that's what it is. And Eliana looks like she's here in the chat. Hello. Good to see you. Eliana had one of our questions, I think, from Vlogpaster Season 2 that she gave us. Um, and it was, it was a good one, if I remember right. I want to say it was like a Sunday morning because it was kind of difficult for me to try to record that, too. Mm, it was good. And then Diana finishing things off with just an... Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I had to guess, that might be about uh, me creating channel number five. Probably true. <laughs> Just a guess. All right. Hey, guys, that's what we've got for you today. I don't know if we actually talked about what we said we were going to talk about, but if you've been around long enough, you should know that's kind of the deal. Jared and I just do what we want to do. <laughs> Can't stop us. It's our show. Yep. So there you have it. There it is. I think we are doing good on time, Jared. This ran just a little bit long, but whatever. It's our show. We'll do what we want to do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it, guys. Hey, you want some sweet merch? Actually, if you guys want to grab one of these Live by Faith hats, seriously, you need to send me a message. I'm actually going to be taking limited orders and then figuring out how we're getting these processed afterwards. So you're going to pay before we actually do it. Um, and I will have those. I need a calendar. What is a calendar? Um, a calendar is a thing that is supposed to be here and it's not there. Uh, so it is going to be, uh, I'm going to say September 5th is the last day to get your order in. That gives you a week and a half. And then I'm putting these in. And for those that order them, it will probably take only a week after that. And then you should have it. So reach out to me. Let me know. They're going to run about $30 a piece. These are flex fit snapbacks. So that's what it is. It is a snapback hat. It is by flex fit. Do the thing. Put some food on Joshua's table. Let's do Actually, this. no, this isn't. I'm not going to make any money on this. There's going to be such a limited quantity. Seriously, I'm not going to make any money. The I'll hat itself, I'm ordering this hat from Amazon. It's going to cost $12. It costs $12 to embroider this. We're up to $24. I have to run to Des Moines to get them embroidered. And then I have to ship them to wherever you're at. So I got $6 to figure out shipping costs. I'm doing it because I love you guys. <laughs> and because Do enough it. of you have asked for it. The only way I will make money is if we get to like at least 20 people ordering it. And then I will just purchase 36 of them because the cost of 20 individuals will be about the same cost as 36 going through somebody else to make them and buying it in bulk. Um, 
but I'm not sure that'll happen. Anyways, September 5th, let me know. 30 bucks, reach out to me, DM me, send me a message, do whatever you got to do. And that's all we got for this week. Till next time, stay blessed. Enjoy God's best. Have a great day.